0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: They could break here, Chelsea. This
0: could be the moment. Frank Lampard for Chelsea. It's Calvario to his right. Lampard for the title. Lampard! It's 2-0! It's Chelsea's championship! And
1: 50 years of waiting have come to an end. It's
0: Lampard comes out to Essien! Oh my goodness. It, it's a counter-attack.
1: It, attack. It. It. And now it's it in the middle. Stricts Strict it, Stricts it, Stricts it. Stricts oh, it,
0: Stricts it. Strict it. Mix it on many it, Strict Strict it. it. The yeah. oh. in the centre! Yeah. McCoy just came Please to the that
2: man up go get it get it get get get
3: Welcome to another episode of the Chessy Hour. I'm here with a couple of um, nice fellows, but before I introduce introduce them, I'm going to have to do a quick quickly little cheeky plug, you know. Guys, we've got the Patreon, you know. A lot of people will be asking, oh, where's Yas? Oh, where's Palumi? We, we missed the insight. Well, we've got a special post-match review from them guys coming, coming tomorrow or coming this weekend. So, guys, if you want to head over down to the Patreon and get signed up, as well as that we've got the socials you know we've got the twitter the youtube go 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 follow the twitters go and subscribe to youtube pages check out the fight cards you know we've got we've got a big game gets an arsenal coming up on wednesday which we're going to discuss as well so yeah anu how are you doing my brother
2: don't even need to ask man i'm i'm happy as i've ever been man this is i'm good i'm good i'm in great spirits of course Mm. I, I can I can see the smile on your face. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm mean? i trying to disguise it, but I can't even,
3: man. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, here, I'm also driven by my Arch nemesis. Ben, Luke, what, what, what are you going with today? How, how are you doing?
1: Hey, listen, yeah. Respect my brand. It's Luke today, yeah. Respect, respect the brand, yeah.
3: Okay, okay. You, you know, you know your name for once. You know your name for once. i'm, <laughs> I'm brother and brother Shemmy. How, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm on Cloud9. Yeah, man, it's always good to have you on, man. It's been a while, so yeah, let's let's get straight into it. I mean, boy, we can't exactly avoid it, you know. A massive game that happened yesterday night in the in the history of Chelsea, Real Madrid at Stamford Bridge, two 0 guys. What a game! What a result for the boys, and what a turnaround it's been over the last couple of months. You know, for me personally, that that was it was an amazing game because it showed literally everything that we're all about, and we've all been about this season: that you know, the high pressing, the intensity, the passion on the field. And yeah, before I get my points across, I'm going to ask you, Shemi, how did you think of the? What did you think about the game? What did you think of the lineup? Were you happy? Were you happy? Were you feeling confident?
4: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the first leg, I was um. Quietly, quietly confident that we'd get the job done. I think I said it on the last pod that um, we'd win two one. I think I just got my prediction just out because we won 2-0. But yeah, yeah, I was I was relatively confident. Um, the lineup was as expected, or oh, um, I thought Pulisic would start, but um, it turns out apparently he got like a bad message, so that's why he was left on the bench. But um, other than that, he probably would have started. But yeah, the lineup was as I expected. Um, in terms of the game itself, um, yeah, really good game. I think. Um, we made it quite difficult for Madrid to kind of... Um, so if, you, if anyone that watched the semi-final between... Sorry, the quarter-final between Madrid and Liverpool, they would notice how Liverpool made it kind of easy for um, Madrid's three players to kind of get on the ball and dictate and kind of just impose themselves and dominate. I, I don't think we did that. We didn't really allow them to kind of... Um, we didn't allow the likes of and Modric to um, have all the time in the world and kind of um, dictate the game. Um, we, we kept the, the spaces um, in between our lines quite short. Um, And they found it quite difficult to break us down, um, which was really, really good. Um, I think the thing that impressed me the most is that when we got the ball, we sprung really, really quickly. Um, And that was literally that looked like the game plan um, to kind of just kind of not not sit in and be hanging on for dear life, but just be very, very disciplined. And then as soon as we got the ball, you saw the likes of Werner, um, the likes of Havertz. um, They sprung really, really quickly. Ben Chihuahua as well, which was really good. yeah, we we I felt like we looked like we were gonna score the whole night, which was really good. Um I think the second half was particularly impressive. Um we Madrid couldn't have a sniff, literally threatened the whole second half. Um but yeah, um as we've done on, on the two pool for the most part, we 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 managed the game very, very well. And we actually created a bundle of chances. I think that's the I think last night was the like, one of the one of the games whereby we've created that alongside the Crystal Palace game where I think those are the two games we have created the most chances from. Like just going off the eye test, I might be wrong, but um, yeah, we created a heap of chances. Um, I was a bit nervous because we didn't take we, we didn't take them until until like until Mounts won at the end. But um, yeah, utterly
3: dominant performance over the two legs, thoroughly deserved to go through, and um, I'm very I'm very, very happy. Yeah, well, we we love to hear, it, man. we love to hear it. Um, anu, what were your thoughts in the game? I know it was a. I know you 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 were feeling quite bullish from what I last remember.
2: Yeah, like um, I, I as well was on the the last port, and I think I said a one nil win. Um, but I was I was quite confident because just due to the first leg of how poor I felt with Real Madrid were. Um, obviously, they got the they got their goal, which led to one on the first leg, but. I was confident going into this leg. Obviously, the lineup, I don't really want to echo too much or repeat too much what Sammy said, but um, I thought Habert actually probably deserved the start um, just because of the performance he had over the weekend. He, he had two superb finishes. And I think that's kind of what we've been looking for in terms of um, us being clinical in the final third. I'll try not to say clinical too much this pod, um, but I thought Habert deserved the start. And it was always going to be difficult who he came in for. Um, and as we saw, it was for Pulisic. Now, in terms of the game, I was I was happy with it. I thought it was completely different to how we started the first leg, though. I thought the first leg, um, really, well, we were on the ball in the first 20 minutes. It was all us. Um, and they were struggling to even get a hold of the ball. I felt in this game, it was more like we were sitting off them. Um, and they had a lot of the ball. However, we were being very aggressive in the tackling and we were pressing them very hard, and they just couldn't really settle in. So even though they had the ball, they weren't doing anything with it for the first 15, 20 minutes, which I loved. Um, It was definitely the game plan, um, hard tackling, because we were seeing Kristen flying in, um, Haritz was flying in, and I think it rattled them. We showed Real Madrid absolutely no respect, and it paid off. Um, I thought we were superb. I really thought we were good, and we set the tempo with with the well, I'm not even going to talk about the goal. We set the tempo with the goal Werner should have scored, um, should have put away um from Chile's cross that he was offside, which was absolutely schoolboy from Werner. Do you know what I mean? Just bend the run, delay the run. I'm pretty sure that's that's um that's what every striker's taught to do. However, he made up for it with his finishing off Havertz's goal. So listen, we could talk all day um about all the chances we had, but I just thought it was a superb performance. Real Madrid just weren't at it. They couldn't play with us. Um we absolutely from manager's point of view, he's absolutely scored Zidane. Um we mount was superb, Kante exceptional, habits were so good. There was every single player on that pitch for us was just unbelievable. And it was it was a joy to watch. The only thing that was probably the most frustrating thing about the whole game was that we didn't win that game 6-7-0. And that's not even me just chatting Breeze. Like, we should have scored at least seven goals that game. Um, but
3: S- Sorry, sorry, brother. S- seven goals? I'm
2: telling you. <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm, yeah, yeah. Seven, I'm, I'm telling you, watch it again. Watch all the chances we had that whole game from start to finish. At least, at least, I said on Discord it should be 6-0. No one will say, no one will say, we fla- no one will say that's flattering. Whoa, I, I
4: absolutely, I think four or five, maybe. Seven, huh? no, I, I think even five is a straight. I think four. I think we had, we had four really good chances. Yeah,
2: anyway, 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 that's, 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 that's everyone's homework. Go watch the chances we had in that game. And especially second half. I think first half, we had about three goal-scoring opportunities. That shh, couldn't be taken. And second half, we had at least four. Hmm.
3: Yeah, you, you know what? You are spitting, but if we to get clear-cut, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Personally, I'm fair? not sure about seven, but well, okay, to be fair, to well,
2: be okay, fair. They, drop they were... a few now. No, no, let's drop a few now. Drop a few now. Okay. Timo's offside one as well, remember? Timo's offside one, 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 yeah. one. yeah? Timo's offside one, one. Then um, Kante, the actual goal, two. Uh, did we have any more in the first half?
1: Yeah, Havertz missed the one-on-one as well before Was the like one the that half? resulted in the Werner goal. Yeah, just before.
2: Um, there we go. So that's yeah. my three first half now.
1: I think, think, think Havertz had another one as well. A Kortoas saved. I'm not sure, but Mount missed one as well.
2: And the second we had at least four men. Ma- and had one, Mount scored. Mount uh, Habits should have scored one that Werner put him in for. should have scored another one. You said Mount six. Mounts ha- had another one too. And all these ones I'm talking about, they're not just like half chances. They were they were put in on a three on two or a two on one, and we didn't we just didn't put them away. At least three one on one second half. Well, I'm standing mean,
3: by you, that. You, you, hey, bad. look, the I references. won't lie. You, you have put a, you have put a very compelling argument, and I'm going to change my frame of questioning for, for you, Ben. Um, so we saw the lineup. We saw t- a certain team of playing. Um, a lot of people would have expected Pulisic to have played in, in his place, and I want to get your opinions on um, how Timo performed in his absence and how you think Pulisic, what what you believe Pulisic has to offer in that position.
1: Yeah, so for me, funny enough, I was literally just thinking about this as well. And when we came on in terms of, obviously, we know what Werner's on at the moment. And honestly, with each game, I know I've been on a deliberately not harsh type of thing where I've been trying to be objective, objective. But even then, I'm kind of losing hope a little bit that this guy is even really going to put it right. Because sometimes I feel like he just doesn't pay attention with the things he does. It's not that he's dead or doesn't have tech, but I feel like he just doesn't pay attention. There was one, someone short, it went wide. No one clocked it because I think an offside got given or something. He tried to clip one back to Mount. Just kicked out of play. But like I always say, after I've just talked about the negative, one positive with Werner, his runs, his movement. We, there's a massive skills gap in our squad in terms of just penetrative runs. And obviously when you're running, you don't necessarily have to receive the ball. You could be actually making space for others. People who have the ball, so Havertz can turn now and he's able to drive because you've pulled a defender away. Or you've made a run right and now Pulisic has pulled off left and he's made a run. So... There's definitely a major skills gap in terms of um, making runs. So even if Werner's not putting the ball in the net, his runs are really useful. So And that's one thing I always talk about with um, Cho and Pulisic, right? Especially when, um, you know my whole thing about them being the, the future of the wings at Chelsea and that, yeah. That's one thing they can definitely pick up from Werner, ability to make runs, because I feel like with both of them, they both kind of want... Of course, um, um, Cho does doesn't make more runs, I want to say, than Pulisic. Neither of them completely just oh, always wanted to feet and never running behind. But I think they need to diverse, diversify their game a bit more, especially in terms of you're looking at getting in the team over like a Werner at the moment when there's so much attacking talent um, involved. I think if, if they learn to actually, I want to say, move and you know make runs off the ball to like, I want to even say 70%. And that's not even me saying Werner's the best person that's ever running behind. But if they could take like 70% of that, given on top of what they have now, I'm not even sure Werner would see the see the team over over at the minute, um, I think Anu said something about um, um, Havertz playing his way into the team. Definitely did that because I thought um, Billesby was actually going to play over Havertz when the team got put out at the weekend, right? But of course, Havertz earned his place in the team. But yeah, no, even though Timo is frustrating, he gives us a lot, and I keep and I've been I keep saying he's he's a must because of the runs he makes. Even if he's not playing in the net, which is stupidly frustrating, his runs give us oh, a lot. But yeah.
2: Yeah. One quick point in the running thing to to add on is that obviously it's so good he mentioned about the runs. And obviously that's what, um, that's definitely one of his strengths. But I think what what doesn't get mentioned enough, and even um, Tuchel has mentioned this, is that what his defensive attributes that he brings and why he's preferred, do you know what I mean? His counter pressing. Um, Yeah, that's very true. He doesn't get mentioned that much, do you know what I mean? Uh, um, Because I guess it's, it's probably not what the, what the, what the pundits are going to pick up and stuff but Tuchel is really clear that he that's how he wants his strikers to play and I think that's also what's favouring him ahead of the other managers uh, the, ahead of the other strikers right now so of course his finish is not doing what he means to do but I don't think we should um, ignore what he does off the ball as well defensively
3: yeah I think I think you are spotted, and that was one of the points I was actually going to mention um, after looking back at the match and looking back on some specific stats you know you know, you guys know, you know, I like to tease Vernon a lot, but yeah, this game I've got to give him his praise. His counter-pressing was elite. I believe he made the second most recoveries only to a Jorginho. You know, like, that he did add value in that game. I did feel that, obviously, he could have made a bit better of a run, a lot better of a run, sorry, um, when it came to that chance. And I feel like in terms of his actual play on the ball, I feel like he was a bit sloppy in that game at times with his passing. He didn't really keep the ball well. But obviously as you know the guy's rapid he's going to get behind he's going to give old my ramos a hell of a time and yeah i have to I have to give him his praise so um going on a bit more into that game um i've got i've got to give this this man his this this man is dues man you know a lot of people were saying he's finished <coughs> Shami. a lot of people were saying we should um, replace him with with a basmati rice we we've got to give our our brother you know engolo kante Jesus flowers. What a performance! What a performance from back to front, all action, non stop. He was non. he was no, it was no word other than world class. You know, that first leg alone was top performance. But to see a player after putting an amazing box in one leg just up the level like he did in the second leg is, 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 is otherworldly. And, and when you think about it, the fact that there were no fans in the stadium. Just to be able to just, just be able to put the team on his back like he did there, I feel like that's just nothing short of world class. You know, like Bro. I've always said like for me personally, when I look at Kante, he's a leader. Not because he's the guy shouting, you know, getting in people's face, he's a leader by his actions. He's gonna set the tone for the team to go. Ben, as you were about Bro. to say.
1: Chief Kante, yeah. Listen, after man drops man of the bash performance in the in the first game, man when they did it in the second game again. All, you're looking at this guy, yeah, brother. It's Ramadan. A man is feeding the streets, bro. Cause if you saw my reaction, yeah, to what this man was doing on the ball, off the ball, guy, both ways, bro. Man gave, man gave. You see, Modric, Cruz, Casemiro in the midfield, no peace, no space, no time, no nothing. That man got run out the ends, bruv. Run out ends. You see, Cruz doing all that talking on Twitter, talking about first Champions League final. He doesn't. No one makes him not sleep at night. you we having nightmares about Angola Canté, bruv. Yeah, he showed him the levels, fam. That's why I came to say, big up Kante, man. Big up Kante. The love I have for Kante is different, bro. It's almost Eden Hazard level, honestly. Also, yeah, as well, nice. while I'm here as well, actually, big up my boy Pulisic as well, man. Playoff P, fam. Coming off the bench, you saw what he was on. Babs, I don't want to hear know nothing about my boy from now on, fam. You saw what he was on, bro. You saw what he was on. And Mount, Mount even kind of got away, got away with the first half he had, didn't it? My boy bust him in it, but. Playoff P, bro. Big up him. As you said in the group chat, even though you hate on him, as you said in the group chat, he is a big game player. He does like to turn up when it's a big game. So big props to Pulisic, man, my boy, as I like.
3: Yeah, man. I, as you did say, yep, I gave him his credit. He's a big game player. Let's just hope he can, he can bring us that consistency throughout a season. Um, Shemi, can you give us your thoughts on that um, performance from Kante? Uh, no, but just Kante, actually, if you want other players, because I did feel like Georgina did hold his own as well in that um, midfield pivot. Like, just in terms of like, your... Your outstanding performance for that game.
4: Yeah. Um, I'm happy Kante's been dunking on my head because yeah, I, I did think it was finished, I won't lie. But um, yeah, I think it's normal for Kante at, at this point because he, he's turned up in, in numerous um big Champions League games and just big games in general, even going back to Barcelona um, under Conte. Um, yeah, he, he just turns up. He turns up in big games, like it's it's normal for him. So um but yesterday was 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 really a, it was a monster class like he he completely dominated that that midfield um i think what i liked most about his performance was his link play i think usually um people will associate a kante um man of the match performance with him making loads of tackles and interceptions which is fine but yesterday he did that as well as link play between midfield and attack um get forward and support the strikers um and and create chances, Do you know what I'm saying. So it was really it was really a complete performance from from Engonga Kante, and he deserves it all, man. Um, in terms of other players, I thought Havertz was was very very closely um, second man of the match. Um, I thought Havertz was fantastic as well. Um, he 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 is just he's just class. Um, it, it's like when he gets the ball in the box, um, it's like he has all the time in the world. He's just so cool. Um, that little chip um, again um, for the Werner goal. Um, I don't think many of us were expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. Like that was so that was so cheeky. Like how the that's the for him to try that. Um, but he was he was fantastic. His overall gameplay was really, really good. Um, he looks after the ball so well. Um and he, the way he supports the attack is just really, really good. Technically, he's he's superb. Um he kind of reminds me of like a like a Berbatov, like in the way he just he just plays the game at his own pace and like he's always in control, if that makes sense. So yeah, Havertz was, 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 was really, really good um, mm. And shout out to the Ops Because I haven't heard any of the Ops um, Talking his name lately But that's when I was there But um, I,
1: for they, me silent, man
4: Yeah, no, nah, for real Because they were, they, were, they were really trying to Have him
1: Really trying yes, to Listen, so you lot You lot have music. no faith I told you lot from the jump Hakasan baller, bro I told you, man Did I not say that about Havertz? When you see that level of technology... no, no, to, 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 to be fair To be fair, most of us Most of us were, were, were on board with Havertz It was more the others Yeah, fuck yeah. the Ops, bro
2: yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it that we can pull up the episode, bro? They tried to drag me for the for the price of him. They all oh, tried They tried to, to do, me, do that him. episode. That episode was mad. How old everyone? Was, yeah, so-
1: and where are they now? They're not <laughs> around no more. And who's well, that? No, no. Of-
2: I would like to add, actually, on in terms of the performers, um, I'm actually going to speak about people who weren't even mentioned there. Um, but no, mm. big up. I was gonna to, to
3: come to you. I was gonna to come to you. And I have a feeling you're gonna say, go, "Go, for it, brother." Big
2: up to, uh, but however, big up. Firstly, now I've got echo what Ben said. Big up to, to Cante, bro. Like, did did he break fast? Did anyone see that? I didn't see him even breaking fast bro, in that game, bro. bro. I need that. I need Andy, someone to check that for Andy, me. Let me say quickly, yeah, bro. He did not even need to break
1: fast. He was munching off cruise, bro. He Jesus. was eating off of cruise in that midfield. There was yeah, no need.
2: Done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, okay, okay. I'm finished. Cruiser was chatting a bit today. Anyway, you guys see that. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, no, my, my outstanding yeah, I saw performance. Yeah, I saw that. My outstanding performers, Um, Firstly, I'm going to give it to Rudi- Rudiger. I thought he was balling yesterday. Like, he was doing things with such confidence, such vim. He's like, you see his sprints up and down. You see he was carrying the ball the whole length of the pitch. Sometimes he was doing crow turns um, around our box and everything was coming off for him. And even his long passes, I just think sometimes he goes under the radar, just how good he's playing and that how good the whole back five are playing. Well, specifically back three, um, that we never look under threat. Um, but no, last and not least, man, and um I really think he should have been up for man of the match Eduardo Mendi. Bro, this keeper, yeah. Like you have to factor in how big those two saves were he made. In fact, how big the first the first one he made from Ben outside the box. I think it was, was it nil-nil at the time? Yeah, I think it was that at the time for the where, Benzema shot. Yep, When the Benzema yeah, shot. And yeah, then that in, that completely changes the game. Do you know what I mean? And it's so refreshing having a keeper here who could make those big saves and keep us in it. And look at the momentum switch. Do you know what I mean? That's it's, it's, it's as good as a goal. Um, and not to mention the second the second save of Benzema's header that he flicked over. Nah, the guy is outstanding to come in on such a low price tag. However, with so much pressure. Um, for whatever reasons, you can debate that to yourself. Nah, you've got to give him round of applause, man. I, I think I think the first
4: the first save was 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 harder. You know, I think the second save was a little bit more routine because um it was kind of it was like he could see it because the first the first one the first Benzema shot um Benzema curled it round I think like two defenders and he saw it really late so it was really impressive the way he was able to reach out and bend it round and um save it around the post so, um. So- I think that, that, for me, was 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 the top, top save. And th- that was the one I was like, wow, yeah, that's a,
2: this keeper's really, really good. And you've got the record now, right, of uh, most clean sheets in European football, is
4: it? Yeah, I think so. It's something like that, yeah. yeah normal, yeah,
1: normal, yeah. Normal, yeah. normal. It's, a, it's when, a normal Don thing. Chex, yeah, it's a normal thing. You see when Don checks Don gives the, the cosign, the player's 30, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, man, yeah. And, yeah, before we move on, I've got to give one man these dudes, you know... Hey, I can't lie, you know, he's been looking shaky at moments, you know. He's looked like he's lost his legs at times, but Azpilicueta was Big absolutely day. top quality. Absolutely top quality. Flicks around the corner. The, that pinpoint cross to find Havertz for the header. He didn't even break a sweat during the game. Like He, he was top quality. He, he, was, he was amazing. He was amazing. And I know there's been a lot of discussions about whether he's a Chelsea legend or not. And boy, I mean, he really is making it a case for himself today. This, this in this um current Champions League um. Babs, run, can I just you
1: know, say quickly? Yeah, go for it, bro. We've we we've had a lot to say about Asmir Begovic in it. So, and you know the streets, you know when they come, they like to say, you know, having your favorites and your agendas and all that kind of stuff. None of that, yeah. We've had a lot to say about Asmir Creator and the whole Rich James situation and who should start there. But I was thinking to myself, I remember I was so annoyed when um when Aspi when I saw Aspi starting over Rich James, right? And I was thinking, bruv, they can only obviously be experienced. And the experience factor came like came through fully, in fact, like fully. Like, bro, man told Hazard, Boris is not the only one I can call a lockdown, bro. Hazard did not have no luck in that whole game, bro. Like, and experience wise, even just putting the man them down, even Jao Silver as well. Like, as we was, as we was doing it so much, or know was doing it so much, all the man that were doing it so much that. Even Thiago Silva's leadership that we big up so much as well. Don't get me wrong, he was still a leader in that game, but he didn't even need to be the guy that's calming everyone down. Everyone, everyone. I feel like it was a real coming-of-age type of game as well for a lot of our players. Even Havertz was on the dark arts, bro, kicking the ball away and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, now, big up all of them, man, but Aspie in particular, because we've, we've had a lot to say about it when he has something good. So when he's good, we have to give him his dues, man. Honestly, big up, big up,
3: Dave, man. Exactly, exactly, exactly that, man. Bro, Wait, Ben, so, your, man. your energy this today... You're coming correct as you were going to say, Shami. Yeah, sorry, Shrek. I, I just wanted to
4: touch on the Asp Reese James thing, yeah, because I've seen some of the ops, um, some of the insecure, you know, ops um, trying to pam Reese James, saying that um, our, uh thought only Trent gets shots for big games. Like you lot are big, big men. This is it's just embarrassing, really. So essentially, th- th- the situation is, yeah, Christensen, Christensen, and um, Christensen was so good when Thiago Silva got injured. And obviously Thiago Silva was so good before he got injured too that essentially the two were, were basically undroppable. And um, it's not a, it's not an indictment on Reese James that Aspie's playing ahead of him. No, it's just a thing of it's always easier in every single situation to drop the young player. So we've seen it with Callum Hudson Odoi, we've seen it with um, Tammy Abraham. Um, even at other clubs, it's e- it's easy to drop Curtis Jones. It's always easier to drop the young player. So you lot trying to force this agenda about ah oh, I thought it only happens to Trent I thought this is England's best right back no just stop it's embarrassing it's it's, it's incredibly desperate just just relax um, but yeah back to Aspi um, really really good performance I think I think it's mad because he's actually showing some noughts going forward which um which is which has been really really surprising um, but yeah my Mister Reliable I think this season I don't have a bad word to say about him this season to be honest he's been he's been very very solid man. Um, pick
3: up Aspi, hope he, hope he the, tro- the trophy on the same night, but yeah. Yeah, facts man, facts, he, he deserves it man, what, what a servant to the club, and yeah, so, going on to the next part of the show, you know, boy, we've just had an amazing week, but we have an even bigger week coming up, you know, we've got the game against Man City tomorrow, at the Etihad, massive, massive game for our season, some say it's a preview to the Champions League final, Others may not want to watch the game because they're a bit scared, but who knows? We've got the game on Wednesday against Arsenal at Stamford Bridge. Another massive game, not just because of how key it is for getting top four, but this is all about the bragging rights, you know? We've really disgraced ourselves against Arsenal this season. We have to make this right. And lastly, but not least, the first chance for silverware. The game at Wembley. Against kalechi's roaring Leicester City, the FA Cup final, boys, how are we feeling? Bring I'm them. i start of you, Ben. Oh. Bring them. Bring them. Energy. Listen, listen
1: energy. Yeah. You see me, yeah. You see me at the moment. The way I'm feeling, yeah. Um, the defense has given me a lot of confidence in it. Like, even if we do concede, Max, it'll be a. It shouldn't. Unless it people are on nonsense, it'll be a calm one goal in it. But even then, the defensive foundations that we've set, yeah, and now the way that man are kind of feeling themselves a bit more going forward. Hakusen Havertz has started. Pulisic, you already know what he's on at this time of, the time of the season. Even Werner's runs. I just wish Cho could be more involved as well. Even Ziyech has stepped up a bit as well, to be fair, just mainly in terms of goals. And obviously, you know, you know about Mason Margella, innit? So right now, I'm on a thing where the defensive foundations that we have make me go into any game, no matter how big the opposition is, at least. Seventy percent confident. You see what I'm trying to say. So even with the city, one of course it's important for top four, we don't necessarily have to win that game. But if we don't lose, calm. The Arsenal game. I need Duncan's, bro. I need Duncan's because they man, bro. You have to deep here. Can't say slip gave gave Marcelli a career. They haven't stopped going on about.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons.
1: since, like, they're a very shameless club <laughs> like, they, no, it's actually, they're, they're very shameless, so I need a severe severe dunking, I'm um, talking, all that little playing out from the back they try to do, is very cute we were playing out, but we played out better from the back than that, under Lampard so all of that shit we need to, we need to capitalise on these man's frailties, and we need a severe dunking at the bridge, I'm talking about what, what we did to Wenger on these, on these 1000 thing, no mercy thing, I need a dunking, severe dunking and obviously, yeah, many Nigerians here, it? Yeah, you know that's our guy in it, but the, the senior man has to buck the chief. He has to buck the chief Yeah, at the FA Cup Final, and when he's come away with that trophy, that you know? calm.
0: Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now, they want to help you even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases Damn!
3: Damn! Ben bringing another ether straight come straight on, to man. the streets. You heard it here first, man. And yeah, I'm gonna to come to you, Shemi, next. You know, we look at this game against City, and I personally believe that this game is not just important for this season. It's not just important for the Champions League, but it's important for just to see a barometer of our progress. You know, it's been a it's been a it's been a very very quick five months since two shows come in, and how we perform against Man City, some say it's a preview for the UCL final. Me personally, I don't agree, but I do believe that it will be a barometer to see how, how we've progressed. And I want to come to you, Shamie, to ask: Do you disagree with me? Do you agree, and why not? Do you know
4: what? Yeah, there's there's a lot riding on this league game because obviously City could clinch the title, and we need to get top four. So to an extent, it actually could be more of a it could be a um it would definitely be more of a preview to the final than the, than the FA Cup meeting, because our FA Cup meeting, they rested quite a few players. So I think the game this Saturday will be very interesting. I think, as Ben said, we can take confidence in the foundations we set defensively. Um, I said this last pod even, um, because we're, we're really solid at the back. Um, obviously, I don't think... I don't think we've played a team like City whereby they have so many different individual threats and... Um, they, they don't have a set, like, they don't have a set kind of striker whereby everyone's just moving about. So I think that'll be interesting to see how we how we cope with that. Um, but I think we've shown, um, obviously, we've beaten all basically all of the big teams apart from Manchester United that we face. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be, um, you know, semi-confident. We can come away with something at least. But for me, um, every game from now to end of the season, well, in terms of the league, we just can't lose. Like, there's because people are forgetting that we, we could still very well finish outside of the top four. If we go, like, one or two bad results, we could actually finish fifth. So it's very important that we at least pick up a point um, at Etihad. i and rebuke then, it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Um, so, yeah, it's very, very important to pick up a point at, at Etihad, at least. And then um, beat Arsenal quite convincingly. I don't know why, but I'm pretty confident we can beat Leicester. But it's, it's the Arsenal game that I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about because they're just our bogey team right now. So, yeah, man, I think, I think hopefully I'll, I'll be happy with a point against City, just bearing, just given how they've played. But if we were to come away with all three, it wouldn't totally shock me because we've kind of, um, we've shown that we can compete against um, the best teams in England thus far. So, yeah.
3: I hear it, man, I hear it. And um, Anu, how are you feeling ahead of this, this big match week? You know, I know you're a big fan of the senior man himself, you know, and then you've probably got a couple of feeders running through you, you know, some say you're the oracle, some say you're, you're the holder of information, the holder of knowledge, and you talk to me, how are you feeling?
2: Well, in regards to senior man, don't worry about him, man, because I'm providing this soap this week, and listen, it's not a good one, so don't worry, he's not, he's not dropping any gems on us, man, so we're good there. Of course, um, In regards to just, I get, it's, it's crazy, man, because... Well, how I'm feeling firstly, I'm feeling confident, obviously. We're just coming off an unbelievable win against Real Madrid. That, as I said, could have been 7-0. Um, and we're going to play City. So we're as confident as we can be. But it's just, it's difficult. The games are coming so quickly now. We, we're struggling to even process one for the next one coming. But that's what this season's saying. And as as Shemi said, man, like, we've shown we can, we can beat City. Um, and... Tuchel has shown that he's a manager who does his homework and really does his um, analysis on teams. He knows what he's doing. He knows the teams be- like he knows the team so well. Um, the players have confidence in him. You see what Mason Mount said after the game against um, after the game against Real Madrid. That it's everyone's running that extra yard. Um, they're playing as a team, and we- we're going in it with the best opportunity to win. So I am confident it's but it's going to be difficult. Um of course Arsenal's a must win. But I honestly think we can beat City as well. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna go, go and say that we can't. Um they're gonna be tired as well from their game midweek and we've just got to give it all I don't know what he's gonna do in terms of teams. I don't think any of us know what Tuchel is doing in terms in terms of selections. We've obviously seen um we haven't seen a few players for a while now. That includes Tammy, Cho. Um, so who knows? They they could get games. Um, why we haven't seen them, we, we can debate that later. But it's going to be key to keep everyone. Everyone needs to stay fit now because the games, every game's a final, as I've said it before. And I think that's just the most important thing about, about this run coming up, man. Um, we have to keep our big players fit Because injuries now could really derail us. Our squad's not as big as we think. Do you know what I mean? Our squad's really not as big as we think. And I think that it's getting tested, especially in the midfield. So I think importantly, we keep our players fit and just give ourselves the best chance possible. But I'm looking forward to every single game. And I really have faith in Tukor. I believe in him. And I just believe in his methods. Like just a little thing in terms of he didn't even let the players stay um, in hotels, what typical managers would do the night before the Real Madrid game. He does shit differently and it's working. He said, look, let the players stay at home. I want them to be comfortable. They're coming in comfortable. Real Madrid look like they stayed in the hotel for, for two weeks. And these guys and our players look like they're staying in bed. So <laughs> he does things differently. He breaks the rules. Um, he has, has unique methods, but it's working, man. And and I really think that we're going to, we have great shots in all the games.
3: Mm, mm, mm. hey man i don't know about you guys the listeners but whenever i listen to anu anu does fill me confidence you know he gets me feeling gassed for the games he gets me feeling ready so if you want to hear more from anu head over to the patreon we are going to have a pre-match preview for the arsenal game We're probably going to get a, a cheeky arsenal fan probably from the touchy gooners. shout at them and they're the ops probably going to get them there to really dig into the game not only that we should have a fight card for you as well. We know you guys love them. We know you guys love love our performances. So head over to YouTube and give that a, a, subs- a subscription, um, guys. So ahead of this, so ahead of this week, you know, I do have to think to myself. Um, it's been a while since some coach is It's not played. You know, he's been out injured. Um, it's been a while since a Cho got a start. You know, it's been a while for for since ZH as well. Like it, it, it does feel as though we are coming close to a period where we are going to have to start rotating um, our team. So I want to get you guys' an opinion on, do you guys think there is a, a view from show whereby he's found his trust in eleven, Or do you think it's just a thing of where he's just trying to, he's confident in the fact that he's got his senior players playing and he's got his most informed players playing? I'm going to start with you, Shemi, on that one. Um...
4: First of all, I slightly disagree with the point that is um the rotation point. I think because it's crunch time in the season, I think um sticking to your let's say your I think sticking to your 13, 14 trusted players would probably be the way most experienced managers will go, which and I think it makes sense. Um oh, I think
2: can can you can players physically do that these days?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting to that. Get to that. Okay. I think, I think, I think I think in, in, in the case of like players that haven't played so like in, in our case I think Tuchel's kind of given everyone their shot um, and now we're just at crunch time whereby yeah I think he's kind of just found the core players that he he, he trusts um, to play the big games because all the games we've been playing recently have been really big games um, and I, I just, that's not to say that certain man won't feature long term I don't think because he has given a lot of guys fair shots and he lacks he lacks some of the guys that haven't been playing um, like Ocho for example but um I think um, in terms of rotating, I, I, I personally, I don't think we'll see too much in my opinion. I think um, because we had um, we, we had a chance to rotate for so the Fulham and the Madrid game. We pretty much kept the, the two Madrid games and then the Fulham game, we pretty much stick to the same 11. And then even the, um, the game before we faced Madrid, the first leg, I think the 11 was similar again. So it looks like we've got to a point where my two pool is, isn't going to rotate too much, and it won't be surprising me. It, it won't surprise me if it doesn't, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, but I, I think we have the squad to kind of to deal with the, the the you know the fixtures and everything that's coming now. But yeah, we just have to wait and see. Mm, mm, mm,
1: interesting. And Ben. Yeah, I was just gonna say I I I'm a bit of both in it when it comes to um what Anu and Shemi have just said. I just think um obviously where Tuchel's come in, he's I think he's tried or has been trying to get everyone give everyone a fair shake. But at the same time, you need to get results. And at the same time, I don't think he's a man that believes that you can just like Cho hasn't played, just playing for one game. I, I think it's a thing where he he when he brings people in or in from like the cold, he wants them to have. A couple games and, and have a bit of a run, like Marcus Alonso got one, um, as well. And everyone kind of thought, Damn, is it going to be Alonso over Chilwell? And now look, Chilwell's back and he's in the team. And obviously, even the things that Tuchel says, even about the people that haven't played much, it's not that he doesn't like them, it's just that you can't always get them in. And even I think James the other day played, we saw him playing um, centre back actually, as part of the free um, so we've, we've seen a lot of different um. Like kind of combinations in in the effort to kind of get people on the pitch as well. Tammy was completely out on the cold not long ago, and now it seems like Tuchel's trying his hardest to get him in when, wherever he can. But obviously, at the same time, you need to get results. So I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm somewhere in the middle when it comes to both um um what what both of the guys have just said. I just think it's 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 a time when I guess you can rotate, but at the same time, he's probably going to rotate out of the guys who have kind of been on the fringes of things already. So Ziyech doesn't start every game, but he has started some recently or had some moments recently. And obviously the same, Pulisic will count himself unlucky not to start um, at the weekend as well. So yeah, he's probably going to be amongst the guys who have been in, in and around, even if they haven't started every single game.
3: It's going to be an interesting thing to see in terms of rotation because we have got a massive run of games. So, is Tushar really going to want to tinker with thing? You're going to want to stick and be tried and tested. he want to give want to give players a rest, you know. And yeah, um, I know Anu. I, I I, I recognise you. I feel like you had something to say there after Shemi's point. So I want to come to you real quick.
2: No, I. It was it was just more the the, phys, the, the physical aspects of it. Um. In an ideal world, we'd love to play the same eleven for the for the next three games, but it's just—is that realistic? Do you know what I mean? Um, and I can't imagine all these players are that they're all the players that are currently playing are playing injury free. I'll be honest with you; um, they've had so many games, like they must be hurting. So there are, there are going to be games that will be prioritized. Which ones will be? I'm not sure. Um, but I, I just can't see us sticking to the same twelve, thirteen, really, just just due to the fact of of it's a lot. It's a lot, um, but time will tell.
3: It is a lot. It is a lot indeed. And yeah, so to wrap that up, again, guys, we will have a post match reaction for everyone to the games. Don't worry, we've seen, we've we've heard, we've heard, we know you guys want the content. You know, we know you guys want to hear from P- Pels. You know, he's he's, a, he's amazing. Trust me, I'm a big fan of him myself. We know you want to hear from Dan. You know, you want to hear from Yes. Who you haven't heard from in a while, and they're gonna have I, that. I, Keep I your listen, eyes you up. Lot, Yeah, you lot, we're charging ten thousand a verse from Pels
1: from now on. Yeah, so if you not want to, if you not want to hear him, sign up to the Patreon for me.
3: Yeah, man, you heard that from Ben, man. They, they're say they're saying a Pels verse comes like comes like Ghana it, it, in twenty twenty one, man. You, you, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. You got to drop yeah. the dollar, fam you got to drop the dollar. You got to drop the dollar. So yeah, comments and next section of the show. Listen to questions, guys. Again, thank you guys for always um supporting us. You know we appreciate you. We we love you for rocking with us. Make sure you keep um following us. Follow us as individuals as well. But yeah, let's get to this questions. As per usual, shout out the Discord listeners. You know that it's an amazing community going on there. We got we're one thousand family just strong. You know, you've probably got a couple hundred people in there for the, for the, for the live match reaction for the Europa League semi-final. You know, we, we don't deal in competitions like that. But, you know, anyway, as I was saying, you know, it's an amazing community. So, guys, make sure you head <laughs> over there to subscribe, to head over there to join us, subscribe. But, yeah, let's start with the listeners' questions. So, first question coming from TK. He asks, will our lack of finishing cost us in the final? Shemi, I'm going to, no, sorry, and I'm going to come to you with that because you did not mention the, the point about us having the seven chances and against the City, can you run that risk?
2: You know, I pray it doesn't. I pray it doesn't. But it could, 100% that could. The question was, could it cost us in the final? Yes, it could. Because against City, we're not going to have that many. So you could probably half that because we're going to get chances do you know what I mean they're human we're gonna get we're gonna get chances so we could get two to two, three to two chances and you've got to you've got to take them do you know so my only my only thing is that the contrast to that question I would say is that I'm so confident with us defensively um and I think our back five have got us out have allowed us to have so many chances if that makes sense um but to answer the, to answer the question straight I think it could cost us so it needs to pattern that up real quick mm, and I've said mm, that all season I've yeah. said that all season I said if there's any downfall for us all season it's just the fact that we when we get into the final third there's just too there's it's just too much um, too, too indecisive not clinical enough um, and wasteful exactly that man
3: I could have summed up better myself and yeah so from the next question shout out Toby you know, big support of the show. We appreciate you. He asks, how do we think both managers are going to sell for the game of the weekend? Will we see mind games? Will Pep or t try something different? Shemi, I'm going to come to you for that one. Um, I
4: think Pep will play his usual game. So I think they'll come out and be quite expansive um, just simply because of what's at stake. They're, they're trying to wrap up the title um, as soon as possible, really truthfully. Um, and that's just the Pep way. Pep doesn't really in league games. He doesn't really deviate from from his um, from his um, style, really, and truthfully. And what the way they've been playing recently is is more than working. They've just been battering teams. Like, so I think from that perspective, Pep we will see much of the same. What we've seen in recent weeks from Pep, I think Tuchel, on the other hand, might might do a bit of tinkling. Um, I think you'll see a very pragmatic um, game plan from Tuchel on the weekend he will try to exploit weaknesses. I think you'll see something similar to what we saw in the FA Cup semi-final in the sense that will probably um, camp deep and make it very difficult for City um, and then exploit, um, obviously, runs in behind. to so Werner um, up top, probably, um, to try and run into space. Um, and I think you will see um, Tuchel's game plan will be a lot on transition. Um, I think that will be what Tuchel will focus on to try and beat Pep. Um, transitions, um and potentially exploiting so there, So if, So if, for example, a Cancelo plays who usually drops into midfield, I think you'll find Tuchel might try and play a bit more of an expansive win back like Rhys James or um, Cho. So, yeah, I think those will be, I think that's how the game plan out. I think a very pragmatic approach from Tuchel and a
3: more expansive um, approach from Pep to which we're used to. Mm. Guys, as you can see there, man, there's always a tactical and introspective um, opinion from Shemi. If you want to hear more from him, head over to the Patreon. You, you, you know where the gold's at, man. You know where the gold's at by now. So, yeah, next couple of questions from the Twitter guys. Guys, man, we, we appreciate you, but come on, man. Head, head over to the Discord. You know, like the, the community is popping every single day. We're hearing from my United fans, we're hearing from Arsenal fans, we're hearing from Liverpool fans that there isn't a chat popping like the Chessie chat. Come and join us, you know? So, yeah, first question from the Twitter lads. And from, first question from Andy. Shout out to you, Andy. You know, big support of the show. We appreciate you, as, as, as always. Um, so, he asks, having heard news that Tuchel is thinking of going with a four, triple two, or go with 4-2-2 or 4-2-4 four, four next season, which players does he think we have to fit those formations? So, personally... I'm actually going to quickly put a, a quick opinion in there. So, you know, we had a, we had a bit of quick chat in the, in the Chessie group chat earlier this week about this, actually. And I mentioned the fact that I actually do believe that a, a Pulisic himself would actually fit that um, formation world of 4-4 in that centre-forward role. Because I do feel that some of the some of the work he does in central areas, he is very dangerous with that dribbling. So I'm going to come to you, Ben, first of all, for that question. How do you, who who do you think is going to fit that that formation of, in terms of the four to four if show was to go with that?
1: Yeah, I was at, I agree with um you on um the Pulisic thing, but I was I was probably going to say off the left. I think it's almost perfect off the left in terms of sometimes the space that it allows in terms of obviously especially when you're looking at probably more operating in that half space. I always look at Southampton's um example of it if that makes sense, or some of the German teams sometimes like Leipzig used to do it as well. And obviously as a left winger in that you're not as wide, I guess, as you would find yourself in like a fourth degree 3 for example, and it's more of a creative role. I always say to Chevy actually about Pulisic that I don't think he's, you know, this, I don't think anyone thinks he's a traditional winger, but I think he's actually less of a winger than people think. So I definitely 100% get what you're saying in terms of the central area thing. But in terms of position, that would be probably be perfect for him in terms of getting on the left and coming in with it and doing something with it then. That left throw in a in a four two, two or four four two hybrid, whatever you want to call it, would be perfect. And I would actually probably say Pulisic on one side and Cho on the other side, with Havertz off the striker.
3: Mm, mm, mm. I'm I'm, I'm, li- I'm liking them barge spitting, man. I'm like I'm liking the i liking the verses, man. I'm liking I'm liking them. So next question, friend of the show, Alexis. Shout out you, man. We appreciate you. Check head over to Alexis. Check out his YouTube. He always brings out amazing content. Alexis wants to know what signings turn us into a title contender. He believes a centre back and a, and a um, central um, creator will do that kind of job in a Sancho in a Varane. And he wants to know what do we think. Shami, I'm going to come to you first of all for that one. Um, I think a
4: striker, a 20 goal season striker in a league that is. Um, and probably, I think we're all right in defense, personally. I'd probably say another ball carrier. So, in the mode of like a greenish person, I'm not a fan of ZH it? So, I, I would sell ZH if I, if I had my way. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, um, if you had like a, a, another ball carrier, like in like in the mode of like a greenish Sancho, um, that would be, I think that would take us a title Those two, I don't think we need that much, if I'm being honest. I think our score is stacked with quality. Um, so yeah, I think those those two molds mm. of players would take us a title.
3: Yeah, and um, just to bounce off that question, um, Olu in the Discord has a, another question, and he wants to know, um, do we need a striker for next season, or can we rely on Kai to bag us the goals to lead us to a title? No, I've, oh, gone, on, gone. On.
1: No, no, I was just gonna say, um. No, but like, as obviously, I heard, I saw. Obviously, um, sorry, I should say, I heard your obviously your question in terms of what Alexis asked. In terms of the central rear, I don't think we need any more creators. I think we're we've almost got too many creators. But I don't think we should be relied on Even though Havertz will get us um, get us goals, I don't think we should rely on him for goals. I think his goals should be more complementary. You see what I'm trying to say, or supplement. You know, the main goal scorer's goals. I think we need someone that just focuses on net. Because if you look at the profile of players we've got, we've got so many creative players that are still young. And the type of play, and, and I, I emphasize the age because there are certain, there are like, if you look at um, players we deem creative, a lot of them chip in, you know, a nice amount of goals. But it's normally a thing where it's in their prime when that, has, when that starts to happen, or should I say at their peak, um, when they can balance the creativity and obviously given the goals as well. Whereas our players are still young. So I feel like having that one person that we can rely on to net, and obviously there's going to be pressure on, on these dots to net too, but where, where the pressure is not, Oh, you need to, you need to, for us otherwise we're pissed. I think will actually allow them to develop a, a lot better as well, including Havertz. Cause even, even in terms of pigeonholing, I think we'd completely just pigeonhole Havertz into just being a goal scorer as well, if that was to happen. So yeah, I, I would say a central striker and, and allow the young players to develop, and allow them to mm. develop and obviously get their goals on a, on a, on a um a more organic type of
3: flex if that makes sense exactly exactly I do I do hear that and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually make a, a, a surprising shout and you guys are probably gonna look at me in absolute confusion but personally I do think yes we need a striker but I'm willing to give team over one more chance.
2: I find it... Not dark. because... It's
3: not it's not I Not, not it... You know, slow slow down. You, no, no, That's
1: no me. No lads, I lads. Feel that slow incident. down, slow down, slow Mams, down. You're not just going to say that and act like you didn't just say something significant. Pardon me? So I want you to I say I it feel again. i
2: that into him, bro. But listen. Slow Andy,
1: down. You, Andy, you've seen us battling him in the chat, right? My Every time. You not that, that don't know, it, in listeners, you not that don't know, yet. In the Chessie Hour chat, if Werner's touch, if he even makes a bad touch,
2: they're at me. If he misses something, they're at him, Babs, Babs hoped he missed yesterday. Whoa, whoa, I did not say that. I said, I like, oh, oh, he scored. Oh, this, uh, this doesn't have the... Rules. Babs hey, look, upset. man. Babs I, 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 wanted, I wanted that kind of score.
3: That's what I'm going to say. There we go. But there yeah, go. As, as I was going to say, the only reason I'm going to give him one more chance is to boost his value because his value is in the absolute mud. That's about it. And I do believe that if we are to get a striker, it will cause a couple of issues because I don't think... A team of owners going to want to sit on the bench, you know, at 250k a week. And we do know Chelsea, it's a very political club. You know, you sign a striker, he's on big wages, he has to start at the club. You know how they are. not going to cut their their, their losses. If it was up to me, he'd be out of the window in the summer. So you guys don't get your hopes up. But the reason for me why I will start him is just to get that value back up again, hopefully bring back my confidence and hopefully get a striker supplement.
2: I just think that's such a straight way to look like just such a dead way to look at it yeah because if he starts
1: playing well it's good for us
2: I'm more of the opinion of I think every player should deserve two seasons Kind when moving country especially in a a COVID affected season where pre-season was basically nothing Um, and yeah we have had players who have struggled in the first season and who have blossomed in the second So my only, my thing about Werner is I just feel he deserves one more season with a full pre-season with a manager like Tuchel who seems to understand him. If he does, if he cannot shine next season, then we get it. Do you know what I mean? Then it hasn't worked out. Fair enough, move on. But to just cut the losses so quickly in a season that hasn't been orthodox is, is, is strange to me. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, we've seen what, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but we've seen the kind of numbers he can pull up and the kind of goals he can score. So why do you feel like that can't happen in the Prem? I understand that there's a Bundesliga tax and the quality of the Prem is incomparable to the German league. So comparing stats is actually not a, is a lazy form of analysis. However, let's see what he can do, right? Let's see what he can do in the full team's forms. Because I know everyone but behind the scenes believes that there is a striker in there. It's just not happening now. And listen, what was with numbers first season? Fuck, were they, as nah. good as they, were, they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> they were dead. They were dead. I, I am, am I right in saying that Werner's the first um, outfield player since Hazard to get double, double assists and double yep. goals this season? Yep. Like, he yep. can't be that. And this is supposedly the worst striker the Brems ever seen.
1: You know what? You know what it is. A new year as well. You know what it is. The positions he get in, get it gets in. They're a blessing and a curse. Because if you look at actually where he's played, given the fact that he's not always played up front, and the fact that we've been in the mud as well as a, as a team at times, yeah, his numbers aren't actually anywhere near as bad as you would think. But it's the misses, isn't it? But I, the misses, yeah. yeah, the misses are a good thing and a bad thing because it's his ability to get into these positions, no matter who the manager was. I, I personally think, especially with Vernon, Vernon's the type of person where he's got some. He's got some mad, like raw attribute-wise, he's got a lot of good raw attributes, right? But I think he needs someone like I'm. I'm not even trying to sound rude. You see, when Mourinho said that Shaw performed with his brain, that's what Vernon needs, and I I suddenly feel like that's what kind of that's what Vernon's kind of had. Even with the Bundesliga thing, I don't really think it's a um a, a, a quality thing. I think it's a stylistic thing in terms of the fact that everyone presses, so a lot of the time it's it's it means it's open for certain stuff to happen. So even when I look at how much else he to sum up here, I think he's never actually had strict instructions and like bespoke instructions going forward. Under Lampard, this guy was just saying, get goals. There's many ways to get goals. You see what I'm trying to say? Um, under Tuchel, yeah. I still don't think that Tuchel's really looked at the attack and said, this is exactly how I want you to play. He just knows that we have gifted players and he set up the foundations for them and to do well. And has more done a lot of work on the midfield and the defence. So my whole thing is that, especially with all the factors you said about um, second season as well, I'm waiting to see when he's been told, okay, you start out like, you know, just as an example, out to in runs, for example, when to make a run in behind, what he does when, you know, patterns of play and these kind of things. When all of that starts to happen and he starts to get those instructions and we start to focus on on the instructions in our attack a bit more, if he's saw nonsense then, fair enough. But I look at the raw attributes and I think to myself, he just needs direction.
3: Mm, yeah. We'll see. I mean, if, if he is magically able to, to mysteriously, mysteriously fix that first touch, you know, <laughs> boy, I, listen, I'm gonna have to, to roll my hands on finish.
1: Babs, see, I was gonna say, Babs, if Werner recovers this, I'm putting 10k
3: on your head. <laughs> I'm putting 10k hey, on your head. L- Listen, man, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. What I'm gonna say is this, right? You, you guys know I'm a shameless, shameless man. So if he if he if he suddenly starts scoring, it's a win for me. If he's out of the team, is a win for me. You disgust me, man. You disgust me. <laughs> and the last question to end off our excellent and um, exciting pod is from Tebow. Tebow wants to know, if we could choose three players to sell and who their replacements would be, who would they be? I'm going to come around to all, all of you guys here to get your opinions. Anu, I'm going to start with you.
2: How so three players,
3: players to sell and their replacements.
2: This is an and a replacement, but I'm not doing repl- this is a nasty question. Uh okay, if I had to sell three players, oh, this is nasty. Um Kepa. Um This is gonna sound harsh, but um I would probably say Aspie. Um and lastly, and that's due to age, honestly. That's mm. not but
3: there, there man, you're you're running a risk because remember the question who you're gonna sell on their replacements?
2: The replace bro somebody else could do it. okay, okay, the replace, and one more I had to sell on the team. And can they be on loan? Nah bro. The
3: question was who would you sell?
2: Yeah, but they're Chelsea players, isn't it? The players on loan right? Oh, yep, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go, for, I I so yeah, go for it. And I'll sell uh, Ruben. Oh, I, I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. Um now who the replacements be. I listen, I don't um Kepa, we just need a you just need a backup. Uh I mean yeah, Kepa listen, anyone just pull a pull a pull a English keeper up there, add the numbers up quota for that up. Um right ring back. I don't even know what he's saying next year. Oh, come back to me on the
3: replacements. Come back to me on the replacements. No worries, no worries, I mean, Shemi. I'm gonna to come to you. I would so. Uh, um, that's so
4: probably. Barkley, um, Barkley, Ruben, and Alonso Yeah, that's all the three.
3: Any potential replacements? Replacements? Uh, Basuma? Interesting. I like that one. Um, wow. hmm.
4: Left left wing, back up left wing back. I'm thinking,
3: yes, techie still. On, on the spot, it's a bit techie. Mm, no worries, no worries. Ben, I'm going to come to you next up.
1: Um, I'm, I'm probably selling Kepa, Ruben and Barkley, not because I don't believe in Ruben and Barkley, but like it's tight for them, bro. At the moment, like where Where are they going to play? Where, like, and obviously, they're doing well alone or well enough. Um, so yeah, they're, they're actually four Alonso as well because that man I've been needing to get. So him I was going to say, man, it,
3: it, it won't be bad if, if there weren't the no, yeah, as well. yeah. Sorry, and
1: I, I almost forgot that man is my arch nemesis, man. So I'm gonna need him out, but I'm probably going to replace them besides Kepa, like, obviously, with Kepa just get me any serviceable backup keeper in it from one of the mid-table teams or, it? Um, or from abroad in it. But with the rest of them, I'm going to just replace them with kids, man. Because if you look at their roles in the squad, they're the type of roles that I believe that the kids should play anyways, man, in terms of... And if you're not, like, an absolute top prospect, but maybe you're, like, a mid-table type of time, you can be a backup in the squad. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Or, um, you know, if you're not ready yet type of thing, you can be a backup, like... And if you look at the role that, especially Ruben and Barkley, they're they're so out of the picture. They're on loan, so it wouldn't even make sense, really, signing players from another team to come
3: and just not play as
1: well, right? So,
3: yeah. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like that. And, and you guys know me. You guys know me when, when it comes to the, these sales. Ah, boy, like, like 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 Jay himself, man. Like like Jay himself, man. The chopping block is always active, you know. So if it was up to me, the first guy I'm gonna have to sell is. <laughs> i'm gonna have to back you up my marcus alonso that's that's the first guy that's out, out of the window for me and if i am to replace him you know because that left wing back position is an interesting one and personally for me i look at sporting sporting lisbon they have a very exciting prospect there at left back he's amazing going forward you know he's actually been offered to tottenham i believe um nuno Mendes. you know he's he's athletic He's good He's good on the ball. He's extremely technically proficient. He's secure. That's some of the stuff that I love to see in a footballer. And he's able to play both positions. So that'll be my replacement. He's young as well. He's 18. So that's a perfect backup for a, for a chill while. Next up, Favre, to sell any other players? For me personally, it's got to be, as you guys have said already, man. It's got to be Ruben Loftus-Cheek. That's the first one I'm going to have to sell. You know, the boo-hoo model himself. I'm sorry, brother. You know, you had your good times. We had some fun, but... It's time to go. It's time to go. And if I if I was to pick another player to sell, the last player for me would be have to be you know it would have to be a, a Barkley. You know, I do feel like as you guys have said, you know, the, I don't really think there's much space in terms of that um, attacking lineup now. You know, it looks like we're going to carry on these with this double six position going forward. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't believe Barkley has the, the defensive um, proficiency to play there consistently. Will he play in the centre forward role or the or the ten role? over like a Kai Havertz, I doubt it. Will he play the striker role? I doubt it. So, you know, unfortunately, it's going to have to be him going. And if it was me to replace him, I would replace him player alone in the form of Conor Gallagher. You know, I think he'll be perfect as a backup for the double six position. You know, he's played there in, in his time in the academy. He's played there at Charlton. He's played in more advanced positions. You know, he's a very proficient player technically. He's very adaptable. And I do feel like if we are to have a player that... Could play, you know, fifteen odd games here, here and there. I, I would take him there. You know, that'll be me personally. But yeah. So guys.
2: So wait, hold on. I, I think my patience. I'm a bit. I'm a bit. No, nah, sorry.
3: We got a cut off, bro.
2: We got. We got. We got in the show there. Impossible.
3: Impossible. We got. We got but in the, the show there,
2: that.
3: bro. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> I, I, hey, listen. The boss man, Danny, is is, is messaging me right now. You got it, I'm, I'm so
1: oh, sorry,
2: well, man. But, listen, but yeah. listen, text me, yeah, if you are to know the thing. Thanks.
3: But yeah, thank, thanks again, guys, for listening again. The show will be there on the Patreon, and yeah, peace. Cheers. He done it! The greatest night in the history
1: of Chelsea Football Club. So nice. j- He's going to find a way through! Oh, that is magnificent! Magical from Eddie
3: Nassar! Brilliant run by
1: Nassar! Oh, that is absolutely phenomenal! That's more like Kante. They do threads <laughs> on oh. Twitter and ranting. Doing the most. True say that money is power, so when you get money, keep quiet and ghost. Ghost. <laughs> I remember when I shot my shot, but I didn't have gop, so I hit the post. But next time it's a golden goal, and it.
4: Sports, social, podcast network.